Hello, hello, welcome. If you are new, my name is Veronica. If not, welcome back. And today we're going to be talking about ego. And I wrote down some notes to kind of but simplify it for you. But before I go on the notes, I want to just start by saying the ego is sometimes, especially if you are new to what is ego, it can be a little challenging to understand sometimes because it's it's kind of in the psyche, right? It's not something you can grab or physical action. And it's something you have to be, in a way, keep in check. And it's invisible, right? And it's something that it's already there to protect us from shame and judgment. So it's kind of like keeping ourselves in check. So let me just start by saying the ego is what it thinks it you are. So what you think you are is usually your ego and is usually there to protect you from shame and, and uh, vulnerability. So here's like a little note that I wrote down for you. The ego is the part of our personality that is concerned with our self-image and how we are perceived by others. It can be helpful in motivating us to achieve our goals and protecting us from feeling hurt or rejection. However, an inflated ego can also lead to arrogance, narcissism, and a difficulty in forming healthy relationships. And this is because, you know, our subconscious mind runs 95% of the day in autopilot and is just in reacting mode constantly. And if you have a limiting belief or a shadow, um, let's say that you, whatever it is, that you aren't worthy or, you know, whatever whatever it is that causes shame and judgment towards yourself, if someone says something or does something, that is a reflected a reflection, right? Because everything is always a mirror, but that's a whole other topic for another video. But let's say something's being reflected back to you and you are triggered. Usually triggers are a great way that there is a subconscious or a limiting belief there, a shadow there that you have to shine light to overcome. But if you are triggered or something, usually your ego will kick in because it doesn't want to feel sad or judged, shame, um, vulnerable. So it's going to then get angry, for example, or it's going to start saying, no, I'm better than everyone else or this and that, right? So it's going to try to do everything in its power to protect you from feeling that. So think it. And you can't ever get rid of an ego, but you can always try to keep it in check. And the reason for this is that ego kind of is a physical, it acts out of the physical, like the 3D, right? So you're always going to have it as long as you're here on earth. And there are something called like ego deaths, but ego deaths are just when you are able to now see, I don't know if you've ever gone through something where you evolve through something and then you're able to look back and be like, oh, I'm sure that has happened to you when you're, you were younger, maybe you used to act a certain way or believe certain things. And now that you're much wiser, you look back and you're like, I don't know why I did that or you know, I can see that I was acting out of anger or et cetera. You know, you were acting out of ego. So it's the same thing when you're having like an ego death, you kind of see 
from a like a, your highest self. I'll do another video on highest self versus ego, but you're able to see from your higher self. You're able to see outside of that like box, that lens, that belief that you were stuck in. And you're able to then evolve from that. So that's when people say ego death is very, it's, it's basically that you're able to overcome those things that those beliefs, that personality (laughs) and something else that has helped me at least also figure out, like keep my ego in check and identify what is ego when, especially when I was first starting is no thinking of it as like fear-based because it's there to protect you. So usually fear is something that comes up. So in giving you an example from the top of my head is maybe you start finding or maybe you start thinking you're a know-it-all, right? Like you, you righteousness, right? You start thinking you're better than everyone. That is a mechanism of ego because as a result of ego, because fear-based, because if you think you're better than everyone, then you don't you kind of block yourself from what is and if you really think of it in a deeper level you're trying to save yourself from judgment because maybe there's a subconscious belief that you feel like you're not good enough or you know maybe you're afraid that what you believe isn't totality and you're doing something wrong and you're a bad person etc 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 do you see how that kind of all goes together So something that helps me is just being neutral kind of and open and compassionate towards myself and everyone else. And also um, just acknowledging and having fun with life and knowing that everything is okay, that I am part of this. I'm just a human and I'm, this is just a human experience and that no one is perfect. Why? Because the more I'm able to do that, the more I'm able to kind of lose that judgment towards myself and when i'm not as judgmental towards myself my ego can then kind of not be so strong and i can start seeing things from what they really are rather than through the lens that i'm perceiving it and that takes courage sometimes because it, it you know it comes stems back from your limiting beliefs or your shadows or your subconscious beliefs that if you're ingrained something in your mind that you are not good enough or that this is challenging. It's going to take a little bit to be like, okay, maybe I was acting out of this belief for such a long time. And there might be shame there, you know, there might be guilt there or maybe whatever it is. So you're going to, once you start able able to kind of be as compassionate to your, your, I'm like stuttering as compassionate towards yourself, then you're going to be able to, okay, that was just a programming and maybe release that suppressed energy, and then you can start reprogramming it towards your desired action, towards your your intentional manifestations, and then start gravitating those things towards you. So really, we wanna keep the ego in check because once you think, once you're really in your ego, you kind of block yourself because then you think your truth is the absolute truth and then you don't see things as what they really are. And then also there might be an imbalance. And when there's an imbalance, one of the laws of the universe that balance, balancing forces have to come and kind of 
attract the opposite. That's why when you really, really want something and you're manifesting, let's say, something in particular and you're stemming subconsciously from fear or lack, you might attract that thing itself, lack or fear, not your manifestation because you're putting something too much in a pedestal. But that's a whole other topic too. (laughs) So I kind of want to make this as simple as possible, especially when it comes to ego, because I know, at least for myself, when I first started, it was a little bit of challenge to kind of comprehend. So simple is ego-based. Everything ego-based is kind of fear-based. And usually it's triggers if you feel anger, um, like sadness, not sadness, like anger um you think you know everything you don't need any advice you think your truth is the absolute truth usually those are all ego i'm going to read some notes for you so here are some tips to keep your ego in check on your everyday life so number one is be mindful of your thoughts and feelings and this pay attention to your ego is trying to take over when you notice that you're feeling defensive angry or superior take a step back and try to see the situation from a different perspective so imagine a person sitting in a chair and thinking um you know you want to kind of reflect and just be aware of your habitual thoughts your patterns right and kind of just notice like i said earlier when you're maybe, and I think the only way you can really notice is if you're just compassionate and kind to yourself and not judgmental. And remember, if you're judgmental to someone else, that in reflection, you're judgmental to yourself. You're just projecting it. So you have to really just be as neutral as possible and just know that there's no right or wrong in a way. And, um, and I say this lightly because I know there's there's some things that, yeah, there is, is totally wrong and you shouldn't do. But if you just take that out for a second, like there's no right or wrong. There's just like low energy, high energy. Everything is this energy. You're going to be able to then, because even your judgment towards right or wrong is based on programming sometimes and beliefs, if that makes sense. And the ego is usually attached to your I am. So let's say me, I am a daughter, I am Mexican, I am a YouTuber, I am um, a teacher, or I am a yoga instructor, I am, like there's so many things that you identify yourself, you know, your job, your gender, your um, ethnicity, your et cetera. You know, there's so many things if you're, if I'm a girlfriend, like, and then there's beliefs that back up that I am's. And so your ego will then form around there. So if you just like know that you are a soul and try to not, you're, you're not those things you, you are in the moment, but don't like ingrain your whole life around that in a way, because you are more than that. You're participating in that, yes, but you are more than that. You know, you are, I guess the thing that really allowed me to kind of see that and feel it, because it's kind of challenging to really explain it other than feeling it, is whenever I'm meditating, 
and you're during your meditation you let go of time space environment who you identify yourself as you know you let go of all those things and you're kind of in this vortex you're just in this blank state of peace of love of bliss you have so much like fulfillment and so much peace and like tranquility in that moment and that is who you are you are all the good you are peace you are love you're abundance you are vitality you are whatever you want to be the good feelings that's who you are your happiness and so that's how i that's what helps me is just knowing that those feelings that's who i am and everything else there's that's not who i am you know and yeah Back to my little notes. So just be mindful. Be mindful of your thoughts and feelings. Practice empathy. Put yourself in other people's shoes and try to understand their feelings. This can help you be more compassionate and less judgmental. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier about, you know, the more you're, judge you're more judgmental you are towards someone else, towards others, the more judgmental you actually are towards yourself. You're just projecting that. So if you can learn to be more compassionate, it doesn't mean even agree with people because I feel you. Like sometimes you won't agree with someone, but just know that everyone's in their own journey and that kind of like mind your own business and just everyone goes through different things just like you go through different things. And just the way you might not understand people, people might not understand you, and that is okay. And so the less judgmental you are towards someone else and just look at it through compassion, the more the less judgmental you will be towards yourself and be more compassionate towards yourself. So that's, that's one of the laws, and I forgot which law that is. Um, I want to say that's the law of oneness, but I feel like I reread the law of oneness once, and it, it, it wasn't that, so to be continued. If you know that law, let me know. Anyways. So, yes. And remember, the last judgment you have towards yourself, your ego will then be able to kind of calm down and you'll be able to see things through your highest self and not through judgment, not through like fight or flight, not through all these other things. So, number three, set feedback um, seek feedback from seek feedback from others. And I want to say this because people also will then project their things to you. So take this one that I'm about to say as a grain of salt. So seek fe feedback from others. Ask trusted friends, family members, or colleagues for their honest opinions about your behavior. This can help you identify areas where you need to improve. And the reason why I say this, take this as a grain of salt, is because some people, if you're not going to take advice from people, like if you, they're not living the life you want to live, I always say, like, why even ask them? They're just going to tell you from their level of awareness, from their experience, and they might be projecting certain things to you. But, but if you can just take the, whatever they're going to say and don't, Look at, don't seek like judgment, harsh judgment towards yourself or anything. If you trust this person and they're giving you solid feedback and this is someone that has maybe the good advice, a lifestyle you want or the relationship you want or whatever, sometimes if you 
and I say this because sometimes it happens to me where I'm in my ego again and I don't want to take any of their advice of like how I'm acting. But sometimes if you feel triggered of what they're saying, it could mean that there's room to grow there. It could mean that there's a shadow that you could shine light in and there might be ego there trying to protect you. You see, like that's a great example of ego where someone's giving me some some type of advice or something about, you know, maybe, hey, Veronica, that is maybe not the absolute truth. Or maybe I think I'm right about something and maybe it's not right. And I just like, I'm like, no, this is right. This is right, you know, but maybe it's not right. You see? And that's a challenge sometimes, especially if you have an attachment or identity around that belief. That can be a challenge, but maybe that's some room to grow. And me acknowledging, I took this course on integral an integral course, like maybe two years ago. And it was talking about like basically the gist of it because it was very long and complex. But the gist of it, and that relates to this, is once you believe that your truth is the absolute truth, you block yourself from what actually is. And that is very true. So you can ask for feedback. And I wouldn't say always ask for feedback again because – no one knows your story other than you. No one knows your vision other than you, your gifts other than you. No one will know the answer other than you because you have all the wisdom within yourself. If you just quiet down the mind, the ego, the chatter, all of that, you'll find the answer. Okay. Um, four, don't take yourself too seriously, which I mentioned earlier. Remember that everyone makes mistakes and has flaws. Laugh at yourself and don't be afraid to admit when you're wrong. And this is because when you take things so serious, like perfectionism and all that, it's stemming, it could stem. Your ego can try to protect you from, you know, trying to be perfect, thinking that you are not, subconsciously that you are not good enough. I mean, remember, Obviously, if it's in your subconscious mind, you are not aware of it. So, of course, you're going to be like, yeah, I don't have that problem. But maybe subconsciously, you don't know what's in your subconscious mind. That's why it's in your subconscious mind. So that's why you have to listen to your triggers also. Whenever you feel upset about something, that's a great time to really look inwards. But anyways, don't take yourself too serious. And what I helps me remembering this is like, I'm just a human living this human experience and I am not perfect by any means. So you you know how that's more humbling and that's more like open for growth, open, open mind, opening myself up to just receive what actually is rather than like, oh, this is how it is and I'm right in all the, based on all these programmings that I had, you know, that I took on, et cetera. So just taking things easy. When you think take things easy and relax, you're more in tune with your intuition. When you're more relaxed, you're not in fight or flight. You're not judging yourself. You're just uh, everything flows better when you're like in that state. And then five is focus on your growth. Instead of trying to impress others, focus become focus on becoming a better version of yourself. This can involve learning new skills, developing your talents, and simply becoming more self-aware. And because sometimes your ego may kick in as a mechanism to protect you from shame and um, vulnerability, and it can come up as people-pleasing as well. 
So when you just stop focusing on everything else, on everyone else, on the 3D, first of all, let's just come back to everything starts within yourself. Everything is just being reflected back to you. So if you're able to then just not not like I don't want to say if you're just able to put that energy instead of trying to impress people, instead of trying to force an outcome, manipulate something, right? Because people pleasing is part of manipulation because you are acting out of something that's not authentic to you to have someone feel a certain way towards you. You're trying to control something, right? But if you just calm that down and focus on you, on healing your manifestation, the end result, on aligning yourself with that version of you that has your desire, that will all reflect back to you regardless. And it's going to be stemming from a healthier point rather than like lack, control, ego, you know? And so you actually get your results much faster. And that's a great way to keep it on check as well because your ego is sneaky. It's going to try to convince you, you know, it's going to try to like convince you that you're right. It's just trying its best. It's like kind of you against you in a way. But think it. Because again, if you're putting resistance towards it, whatever you resist persists. If you're trying to be like, oh, I'm not going to have an ego, Lola, it's natural to have one. But just keep it in check constantly and try. And it could be motivating. Like if you have a goal on becoming an, a fit person, something simple, right? Uh, or an entrepreneur or whatever it is, you might form like an identity a little bit around that, but always keeping it on check where you don't like become still becoming or still being a student of life of knowing that you're not always your truth is not the absolute truth and if you get triggered of something just knowing where it's stemming from or just being aware that is what's going on within your body within your mind your thoughts and being as neutral as possible that's what helps me and i even now like sometimes i find myself catch myself acting from ego and i've noticed whenever i'm really in my ego things don't flow as easy and as fast and like my manifestations are kind of like it's a little it's sometimes they're going and that gets you in your like ego too like whenever you're like manifesting manifesting you think you're manifesting like everything you're like yes i know everything but coming back to like neutrality coming back to like humbling a humbling place grounded place and because it's going to want to protect you and make you feel as loved as possible and not feel any type of shame but just coming back that it's okay to not be perfect it's okay to be wrong sometimes that we're all trying to figure it out and that takes a little bit of work and it's a constant process but if you can keep your ego in check it'll just allow you to be more fulfilled, more in balance. And, and the power of balance is, is so crucial, especially when manifesting your reality. And we, I don't know about you, but I love living a good life and manifesting all my desires. I love getting what I want. And so I'm sure you do too. And so just coming back to that place is keeping your ego in check and you will feel happier. 
because all of these things I just mentioned, they're going to allow you to feel and be happier, be at a higher vibrational state. So don't like beat yourself up if you find yourself in ego or don't try to get rid of this ego because you can't. You can go through ego deaths, like I said earlier, where you kind of see yourself from like your highest self. You see yourself from like kind of like your programmings, your beliefs, your attachments, you know, your ego formed around there. And so you're able to now see like a third person, like everything that's going on and kind of evolve from it or like see what actually is rather through the rather than through the lens of that attachment, beliefs, ego type of energy. But then you might form a different one. But as long as you're kind of neutral and you're not, you don't think that your truth is the absolute truth, I think that will really help. I know that really helped me and that really continues to help me whenever I'm keeping myself in check is constantly like if I start thinking that my truth is the absolute truth, I know something is like I'm off about something. If I start getting like overly triggered on something or judgmental on others or myself, I know there's something going on. And I just tap in gently, calmly, compassionately towards myself. And being my number one best friend, I think that that relationship with yourself, a lot of people haven't learned. I know it took me a while to learn to be my best friend, like what it is to be your own best friend. And it doesn't stem from like ego. It doesn't stem from like righteousness or or. It stems more from like empowering, love, compassion. Like it is your birthright. It is like your normal state. Um, like you're no better than anyone. No one is better than you. It's just what it is, you know. It's kind of like a tranquility, peaceful balance in a way. So hopefully this helped. I know that – oh, another thing, a book, <laughs> two books. I actually recommend – Um Ego is the Enemy. I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard of it, but The Ego is the Enemy is a pretty good book. And another book that I recommend on ego is not really on ego, but I'm just going to say it because I don't know why this book just came up in my mind is Reality Transurfing. And that's just because it has some good pointers on like the law of balance and like pendulums. And I think that's pretty interesting, especially because you understand that bat like balance. I just, I just like that book. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to say something about that book. <laughs> about balance. It's because I mentioned balance earlier. And then I was like, that book speaks about balance. And it's really good. And it talks about pendulums. And pendulums are like things that like go against your authentic self in a way. And it kind of gives a good explanation. But that explanation is kind of complex, especially for this video right now. So <laughs> I kind of didn't really explain it but that book is really good it's a thick ass book i think i have it somewhere right here i could try finding it oh it's right here look this book it's a thick ass book but it's pretty good um and i think it, it kind it doesn't really talk about ego but it 
it talks about balance and it talks about things that you might fall into believing or like the absolute in a way or that have you go against your like authentic self and it's it's a good book but the ego is the enemy is a much easier read especially if you're starting with ego and if you aren't sure what it is exactly it gives you a good examples of like how to watch out and examples of how it can show up and how it can turn against you so other than that i hope this was an easy video and podcast to listen to and i will talk to you all in the next episode bye